Hello and welcome to the VanCast. I'm your host, Graham Meals, and today we're with the Atmo Bro Rap Bros. How, how do you properly pronounce your name? Atomic. Atomic. And you guys Atomic. have... Atomic. 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 It's A-T-O-M-I-K. Like, it's like the first three letters of my name and the first three letters of Mikey's name. And we just... Hey together since i came first too it was like only proper that the, the older brother would go first so atomic man yeah that's atomic like the bomb yeah it's like an atomic motherfucking bong of exactly. rap music Woo. yeah Woo. okay Woo. so before we drop this fucking bomb yeah. let's start let's start from the beginning so i just want you guys to tell me about what what drew your eye towards the music scene and what and how you got into it okay well that's a good question yeah that goes back, uh, we both started playing piano when we were around like six years old. Yeah, it was pretty much just like, I don't know, my parents kind of pushed us into doing it. Not not like it was a bad thing, but they, they pushed us into it and I kind of liked it. Mikey kind of strayed off and he tried to play the guitar for a little while. And then by the time we I was like 13, he was probably like 10 or 11. I decided I wanted to play the drums and I just kind of like went head over heels for the drums and... I've been playing the drums ever since, playing a rock band now, but, you know, I always just knew I wanted to break into the music industry, and I knew, I, like, I could, I, I was always, I was also singing, so I was just like, you know, I knew something was just, like, in me that I needed to do this, and I just, you know, I've just been going at it ever since. You had that creative kind of yeah. vibe, artsy personality. Yeah, because I never really excelled in school. I was always, like, really excelling in the arts and, like, and drama too and drama like well that's the arts and like i also excelled in physical education so it's just like i kind of just had like a side of me that just really wanted to perform you know just like get out there and just throw my energy on stage so it was it was cool to get into it and like you know i'm just still going so so at the very beginning you must have been like so you were in some rock or bands or are you no, in a I'm couple s- bands no I'm, I, i've only played in one band pretty much my whole life since um probably i was 18 and uh, we're called Redwoods now. You guys were younger than that in well, high school. In high school, yeah, but it was like I was like 17, 18, but then we like decided we were going to be a band after high school, like for real. Like we did some stuff for like some some talent shows there and we had to come up with a name. And like we, we always knew, like I, I just had this one guitarist buddy, and, like he's the lead singer in my band. He's he's a, like a, just a great guy and like really good at what he does. And, you know, I, I just always knew we'd have this connection where we just like we're, we're going to go the distance, like, you know. And so then, but then this whole thing with Mikey kind of started, like he came back from university and he had been like rapping with all his friends there and like really like, you know, got into hip hop. Like he was always into hip hop, but he really got into doing it and like, you know, making and writing his own stuff. And like he had written like before, like when he was like a kid, like he just didn't take it seriously. And I kind of did the same thing. Like we were both really into hip hop. And then like he came back from university probably when I was like 21 and he was like, just like a year after so he was 19 or something and he's like yo like let let's let's start no, a rap let's I start came a rap back. i was 18 still well you were 18 like yeah. you, he had a late birthday he was gonna be 19 that year but so like yeah we met up with dj 151 we kind of met met him on craigslist dj 151 
yeah. then you yeah. kind of combine together? Like, did you guys make a group together or? Um, yeah, no. So we were like, basically my, when, when I started rapping, like just like uh freestyling for fun, like in the basement, buddy had a little like kind of mixer thing that had all the sounds we could make, like, like hip hop beats on the spot. And we'd do like little freestyles and do like battles. And that, that's sort of where I like started. And then, yeah, it was just like for fun at first. I was probably like, you know, like 14, 15, just freestyling with the boys. And uh, yeah, I started like writing a couple lyrics, like for fun lyrics here and there. And then, you know, as I like went through high school, I was just like fell more in love with hip hop and like actually writing the lyrics and like having a voice somewhere where I could, you know, like put down what I was feeling and like, you know, no one had to hear it, but it was just like good to like get it's it. Therapeutic. Out. It's yeah, therapeutic. Yeah, like one of my first, one of my first like real raps that I wrote was against this football coach that never gave me any playing time, and like one time I confronted him about it, and uh, he just like pretty much said he didn't like me, and that yeah, they, he he was like, oh, there's a couple guys on this team that I don't really like, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was just like, wow, like. And you're like, what about my skill? you know yeah. <laughs> like athlete come on. Like, i've been playing sports my whole life like you're just gonna he was the receiver coach and the defensive coach at the time so i was fucked but then in grade 12 luckily he wasn't the receiver coach so i like i was able to get starting receiver and that shit that that was like an accomplishment for me and like yeah sports have always been a part of our lives but like music has always been there too like just like hearing lyrics in the head or something like that just like you when I was a kid, like on the in the bathroom, like I'd come up with these lyrics to these like songs, and I was like, "Oh, is that an actual song? Like, is that just like, is that just popping up in my head? Like, maybe it's a song I've heard." And then, like, you know, I'd start like kind of making my own lyrics. So you're naturally pretty creative. You guys have some very creative genes, mm-hmm. and throughout life, you you worked and you worked hard, and you kind of figured out, you know what, like. Why Why the fuck do I need to do all this math and calculate all this shit when, you know, I could just enjoy what I truly am good at, which is being creative, you know, making music, entertaining people. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you guys came together. Um, and what was what was your plan when you came together? Well, so I went to UVic and I like kind of dropped out and I I was rapping there like Shark Attack shouted Graham for we were always freestyling like all the time and that's where I identified my passion for like I was like okay I was in computer science I was supposed to be in engineering got like one and a half percent too low to get into engineering I was in computer science courses I didn't like it and I was just like rapping every day I was like fuck like I guess this is what I'm supposed to do so I'm just gonna go back to Vancouver like my brother had been rapping for like back when he was in his teen teens and like kind of put it down for a little while to do the drums and I knew that he obviously, like, always wrote poetry and stuff like that. And he had a gift for it. So I wanted to, like, bring him back into it because I know it would be, like, beneficial for both of us. Just came back to Vancouver and, like, got my brother back into rapping. And then we found this DJ 151. The homie produced our first project. Yep. Seven tracks. It's called Sea to Sky. Yeah, we met him on Craigslist. Just like Nice. That's a great name. I love that name. Exist, man. He's got a lot of credit. He just like, like he kind of put us on after this first little like we just like met him one day and he was just like 
I don't know. He's like, he's always calling us like the Beastie Boys and like, just, like the like, young. <laughs> Oh, like everybody that would come around there because they're kind of old heads. Like he's not like well, yeah, I guess he's a bit of an old head. He's just like he was in that he was like popping during the '90s. So like he he actually like played a show with like some pretty big artists. Like I think he was like in, Nas, like, Nas, Snoop like, Dogg, Dog like, or something. Ice Cube. Holy shit! Like him and his crew would open up for these people when they came to Van. So like he was he was like a legit at a, at a point, and like he's still pretty legit. It's just it's different. Like no, so he almost came out of retirement for you guys, you know. Well, or- like, the thing is, he was DJing for a long time, like just DJing, spinning, and he took he took on producing, like maybe like I I don't know, like seven to ten years ago, and when we found him, you know, like we he made all the beats for our first project, like original beats, and we recorded it there. He mixed it, and then we got it mastered by our homie CeeLo. Shout out to CeeLo, he's in China right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy. We met CeeLo at UBC. I was just out there rapping with my homie Just K and Eric Shari. And uh, CeeLo just like popped into the booth. He's like, yo, what's up, guys? Like, I'm an audio engineer. Like, if you ever need any like mixing, mastering, like hit me up. Like, yeah, I even got my own home studio. So we ended up like when DJ 151 wasn't around, we go to CeeLo and like record there and he'd mix and master our shit. And like, it would be, yeah. Just like crazy where you where you actually meet people and how you meet them. Yeah, just, just like all about connects. So yeah, this guy is like DJ one fifty one. He he put us on to a lot of people too. Like we met a lot of connects through him. So what sort of uh, things did he get you set up with? Did he get you set up with uh, performing, or was it more the people he connected you with? It was both. Man. Both. He connected us, got us features on our album from some dope artists. And we became friends with these artists, and like we're still friends, which is really fucking dope. And uh, yeah, he would put, he put he us, put us on, on the first show, first shows, like probably first like five to like yeah, first five to six shows was just like him saying like yo come like play the show, I got a spot, and you know. So yeah, how got- how was the uh, awesome. first show for you guys? Like walk me through your experience because it must have been pretty nerve wracking. It was Republic, right? Republic? Yeah. yeah, we played Republic. We were open up for Prophecy and, uh, and Blue Team Blue. Blue Team Blue. And yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy. I mean, my brother's always been on stage, but for me, it was different. Like, I was always like shy at performances when I was young, but hip hop was different because it was my true passion. I just like had to get up there and like rock the stage, and it just felt right. But there's obviously a bit of nerves, and now, you know, it's gotten a lot better. I just, I love going on the stage to like play, play our music for the people. Yeah, gotta say, hundred percent. Never nervous. It's a lie, but like I don't know. I was always just like felt like I was born ready for it. I was just ready to go. Yeah, some people can just do it. Like me personally, I get up there. I like I get the shakes. Like I'm a little nervous, you know. I'm like, holy shit, there's all these people, and you and you can overthink it. But what helps is you have a little drink, you relax, and you focus on what's important. Like I try to use the nervous energy to my power. I try to like, if it's like I'm getting really nervous, then I'm like, okay, like let's just really go and rock this show. And then it's it's usually like, well, not usually, like it just it works itself out. I feel like you just kind of like get into a zone where you don't even think about it, and you're just doing that. You're just there doing what you know you're supposed to be doing. So it's good. Do you do you find any techniques when you're working with the crowd? Like, do you you move around on stage or you kind of like hype yeah. them up a bit? 
Yeah, you got to talk to the crowd. You got to interact, and you got to like you you know, kind of got to make them stand up if they're not standing up. You just like, but not like force them to. You just kind of like, you know, you you like you just want them to come over to the stage, convince you, them. You know, like more or less, just like watch the show and like be be a participant, like because you know it's all, it's always better when everybody's energy sort of like flowing together rather than just like sort of a stagnant room with a bunch of people just like sitting down like looking 100%. at something. You know, it just it adds to the performance. For everyone, you know. So. Yep. So you guys, you you performed at Republic. You guys are kind of starting to see the light a bit moving forward, moving up. This is yep. kind of the like stepping stone to getting into the industry for real. Oh yeah. Well, like it, it is, and and also is like there's that that's like that stepping stone is just such a large like you get into the into the surface, and then that stepping stone is just so. There's a lot so of large to a lot take. Of steps. It's just like it's like it's not really one step. It could be one step, but it's just one big step. So it's like yeah. to get there, you gotta you know you gotta climb. Yeah, I think our first show at Republic that was in 20, 2017. 2017, yeah, maybe the end of twenty sixteen, but uh, yeah, it's probably twenty seventeen. Was it the summer 2016? Yeah, sorry, twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, see the sky dropped in twenty sixteen. Yeah, that was in the summer twenty sixteen at Republic. And then we played probably like 50, 50 plus shows around Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is sick, man. What, yeah, what, was, what is the difference between you now and you from the start of Sea to Sky? Do you think? So much is a major difference, man. There's just a difference in like how we would kind of like get our songs, like in the itself. procedure. Well, yeah. produced and like mix and mastered like not that more people involved it's just like more more it's, professional i guess you know we just didn't really we didn't really we were know, still finding the process you know? so it sounded good to us so we just kind of like went with it and like yeah the whole process like i'd say writing a song like when we were when we first wrote sea to sky like a lot of them like necessary weren't necessarily like your your like most like formulated thing like sometimes it would just like come and like I don't know, we'd be sitting in the, like, in, in DJ 151 studio, and he'd kind of just be playing us beats, and then all of a sudden, like, one beat would hit, and then it would just, like, you know, we kind of go to town, and it, like, it was kind of cool, it was, it was almost like a kind of, like, a Rick Rubin, like, Beastie Boys feel in there, because it was, you know, we go back and forth, it was, it's cool. It seems like you, your music theory has progressed quite a bit, and you understand kind of how it all works together yeah. a little more. Well, now Mikey will make a beat and then, you know, we kind of just like, we'll go with a hook and then we'll try and like, you know, we'll go with a more of a concept. Yeah, it's like a vibe around the songs, you know, whereas Sea to Sky, we did have a concept, but it wasn't necessarily like something we were like always trying to create. It would just like happen, you know, which is also... What, what is the concept that you kind of work with right now? Well, it's it's like pertaining to each beat, like, so I'm... But there is a pretty big, like, there's an alternative, like, sort of message of, like, yeah. all of our songs. Like, you know, we do, like, write, like, in a certain way, like, for a certain sort of, like, I wouldn't say audience, but just, like, a certain ear, you know? Yep. Because a lot of people kind of just sleep on our stuff, like, they don't understand it, I feel like. More or less, like, not saying that it's intricate, it's just, like, it can just go over your head, and maybe it's so obvious that it's, like, you know, you, you, the thing that's right out in front of you, like you'll never see it sort of thing. Well, so. to be honest, a lot of people um, don't read into the lyrics. Like, 
you'll you'll well, see people like Kendrick Lamar and stuff, and someone will be like, "Oh, that song sucks," or "Oh, you know, I didn't really like it." But it's like, did you truly listen to what he's telling you and the message behind it? Yeah. You know, it takes a little more time to actually dissect the song and be like, "Holy shit!" Like this guy, like this is like a symphony. This guy's like orchestrated this fucking song. You know? Yeah. Totally. Straight up, we, he's definitely one of the guys we look up to. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad because a lot of music that you see on the top billboards is not put together in a be- in like an amazing way. It may be like, oh, you know, it's just like a good beat at the back and then the, the, the singer's just fucking blowing out bullshit. Um, yeah. I find that some some true talent is isn't doesn't get as much recognition as it should. Yeah. And a lot of true talent is used or like, yeah, well, it is. It's used in a way that's just like is not as like you know maybe uh productive as it could be or like you know like you said like when it's just a song and it's spewed and there's a singer just kind of like saying stuff right that person's not necessarily a bad singer but like they didn't necessarily even write that song right exactly when you say like gucci gang a hundred fucking times in a song it's like and then it gets like ridiculous amounts of views in my opinion like to be honest yeah it had a good beat but I didn't really. It's, you just said fucking Gucci Gang a hundred times. So you know, dumb. so yeah, dumb. It's, it's so dumb. It's yo. Like, I don't know. Like, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. there's definitely an agenda, and I guess our stuff is unique in the sense that a lot of people are talking about the same, same things, and like the same sort of vibe, and trying to sound yep. the same. Yep. And, like, yeah, you know, like well, it's just yeah. a lot of carbon copies now. It's just like our stuff. Just, we're just trying to be unique and deliver our message. Yeah. And what like, is your message? Message is more. It's more or less just about like being true to yourself and like having to see through like the flaws and like you know not like necessarily being asleep like like a wake up sort of sense. You know. What I mean? Yeah, like just kind of like, take control of like your, your own conscious. mind. Yeah, like dude, I I am so behind that. You don't even you don't even know. And like chakras and like you know yeah, all the that energy the meditating of just like you know your third eye and like truly like understanding what it feels like to like have that burning sensation up on the top of your forehead of just like knowing that it's there you know to you- to be honest man like most most people dude they don't really understand no. the power that people have no know? we all have yeah. have like we could do a lot of things that a lot of people just like i feel like it was something that it was just kind of like brought out of the like in in a sense, like just like pushed to the side because like they needed like I don't know who they are, or what is going on, but like in this time especially, it's just like what's going on, like who really has power, like and like who's calling the shots? You know why don't we know a lot of these things? Why is so many people like why are their heads in the sand? Like why are people born with their heads in the sand? Yeah, well it's it's distraction. Um, it's. Yeah. You're, you're you're meant to be distracted and just work and work and work for someone else yeah you know that that seems to be the the purpose of uh, whatever wh- whoever's running this country or this world um but as you see with this quarantine man things are starting to change you know oh, it's going to yeah. take a long time but when you give people space to think and look around and be like what the fuck is going on totally yeah.
it's 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 incredible but i totally agree with your message about like being true to yourself um like that's one thing i've tried to do with myself over the past couple years is like don't lie to yourself because so often you'll be like oh yeah i don't don't know you know this you'll make up like excuses for yourself just all the time just like try to like try to make yourself seem right in certain situations or arguments and it's like once you figure out that you need to tell yourself the truth like if you're being an idiot tell yourself you're being a fucking idiot and in the long run you're so much more happy and more successful yeah totally like the truth hurts but like that's what i feel like will just like make everything okay in the end it makes you a lot stronger too it's just understanding and just moving on rather than just not knowing and just keeping on going that just seems so pointless to me it's just a pointless circle that you go in and like i said you just fucking die at the end like what was the point of that 100 percent. and a lot of people wear masks too that's a big thing like even myself you know like in some situations i'll put a mask on and i'll try to be someone who i truly am not maybe to impress other people or maybe to pump up my ego but taking off your mask and just being yourself you know being true to who you really are yeah that that's powerful it's yeah, yeah. It's like that and that's like the message of our like our latest drop that we actually had um like was it three weeks ago or something no. like a month ago yeah like a month it was ago. a month ago that we dropped i am and like you know the, the the course is like i am all i know and that's okay and then flying with my soul through outer space which pretty much just means like we're on this big gigantic piece of fucking rock you know grass water whatever it is and we're just flying through space like you know and so like what else can i be than myself and just in this fucking world just flying through space like you can't change that so you might as well just like embrace who you are and like love yourself you know a hundred percent and and people can get scared of like everyone there's good and there's bad parts of yourself and sometimes you look at yourself and you're like you know what like i don't like that part of myself that's a little freaky but once you embrace it and understand that it's like you don't judge yourself by by parts of yourself you judge yourself by your actions you know it, it totally and that's exactly what it is people are just scared to be honest with themselves and to be true to themselves they always want to try like you said like put a mask on like put, be something that they're not and i feel like that's a lot to do with like people's music choice nowadays it's just a lot of it's just based off of pretty much social status and like a hundred percent who's the coolest person listening to this song and if that person has like a fucking amg seat whatever and he's blasting something stupid then that that's a cool song well it's 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 also the uh it's the lifestyle it's like yeah, yeah, yeah this guy says this guy says Gucci gang a thousand times but at least he's in like a fucking sick car while he's doing it. Yeah. So I'm going to I like his car, I like the girls, I like the money. So like, I'm going to follow this guy regardless of what he's saying in his songs. <laughs> you know. And he made a whole lot of money for Gucci. Yeah, so, at, like at the end of the day you can't blame the guy like he's counting stacks without doing shit. He's already fallen off like I haven't heard a pump song in a year and a half maybe that's true but what they do besides the point is he'll chill he'll make his money and then once he runs out of money you'll see him come out with another song fair enough yeah Yeah. he did he did sign one of the biggest deals like he's he's sitting and chilling but it's just like i it, it it irks me when i see people like this so successful and then i see bands that like use real instruments and are really like taking in and and spending a lot of time and they don't get recognition um 
because there's this kind of like I think it's this uh there's this mentality of if you if you're not big already I don't like you you know yeah so you got to get big before people give a shit especially in Vancouver too that's a lot of the culture is like wow you know we've seen it a lot and uh even in the underground man can be like that but but the nice thing is Vancouver doesn't really have a like reputation yet in the music scene like we have bb no money that blew up um i actually know him he's one of my homies he's a great guy um but no one even knows he's from vancouver (laughs) like well we we knew but like we yeah yeah, we know but like the world doesn't know yeah and it's like we're trying to get vancouver on the map here yeah no fuck he's well that's what i thought i thought he did fuck i guess not like if you ask most people yeah they don't even they don't even know he's from vancouver they just think oh fucking bb no money um thing is la 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 la, la." yeah and that exactly exactly and but it's nice man because it gives you guys an opportunity to kind of create the atmosphere for vancouver or create the style because we don't even have like a real true style like, no. what is Vancouver style? No, that's that's mm. pretty much what I mean, man. We're so saturated and everyone's just so worried about what anyone else is listening to that nobody can make up their mind to just be like, this is cool. And like, let's start a trend. Like, everyone's just a trend hopper in Vancouver. They 100%. Just with 100%. what's our pop so that they're not worried about being like, oh, is this cool? Am or I getting cool? judged. Rather exactly. than just like, I'm cool. Like, fuck you. I'm cool. Yeah. That, so, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> You know, but that like that fuck you, I'm and, cool. <laughs> yeah. And people are just be like, you know, they be scared to wear that because they're like, oh, people really not gonna think I'm cool now because I'm saying it on my t-shirt. Like, fuck you, I'm cool. Like, oh, uh, people just so insecure, man. Point, man. Especially gotta... here in Van, I don't know why it is, but like, you know, that's the that's the mass. That's just the vibe I get from like a lot of from the from the mass of the people that I like, you know. And I'm not trying. To I think it has to do like, with uh, Vancouver's very no trendy. Am, you know, no matter who I'm dealing with, it's just like I feel like there's like eventually there's some insecurity that someone's gonna feel, and it comes out, and it's just like, why the fuck do you care? Like this is cool. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it, man. But at the end of the day, fuck them. Exactly. Just, just fuck them. All you can do is do the best for yourself. Be the best yeah. person you can be, and eventually, hopefully, they'll catch on. Exactly. And if they don't, fuck them. Yeah, like, we'll see no Yeah. So, so where do you guys see yourself or where do you want to be in, like, let's say three to five years? What's the goal? We'll be, well, the goal is to just, like, maybe not be here in van. Maybe here in van. Be making a career. But just, like, do our music. Yeah, like, something that, that can be, like, credential, like, you know, viable and, like, like, yeah, we can get credentials, but I mean, like, more, like, economically viable for us to just, like, work on our music and, like, hone our craft for real rather than, like, having to, like, sit back and do it for, like, like three or four hours and then, like, after our fucking eight-hour day job. It's just, like, you know. 100%. It's everyone's struggle, but it's, like, you know, it's not, like, even a dream at this point. It's just, like, it's a goal. Yeah, well, you got it. You got to just keep grinding because it's, it's, like, there's luck. There's hard work um, and there's timing, right? Like there it's some people will hit it after like 10 years. They'll be like fucking 40 and then they'll get a song that goes viral and then they blow up or or they'll hit it like day one. So it's a combination of a lot of things, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But as long as you like have 
the proper mindset, you know, to be successful, you'll get there. Yeah, you just got And as long as you deserve it, you'll yeah, get there. Let's, let's hope you deserve Let's hope, you know. <laughs> hey, man, if you – luck comes to people that work hard. We've been, we've been working hard for years now, and it's just like, you know, the full-time grind with the music grind is just like life right now. But, like, we're trying to make that next step to actually – doing it full time and we, you know like we know that the like everything would just like we make such like a lot of more music better music and like it would just be like a, another ex acceleration to like that next platform where we're like at the next level and yeah. then like we're, we're trying to get to the top because like we have a message that we're trying to spread and like people need to hear it they might not want to hear it but like it's just information and knowledge on like you know, like, and it eventually will be something that they like, they'll want to hear because it'll just like, especially now, I feel like, you know, now more than ever, people are going to wake up and if they wake up then they'll understand. So. No, I get it, man. We're, we're in a time. Times are changing. Yeah. They're seriously changing. I was so anxious yesterday and I didn't even know why. And I was just like, what the heck's going on? Like all day at work. Like I just couldn't look at anyone. I was just like, so like having a bad day and i was just anxious and like you know it's i think it's just because times are changing and like my subconscious is like you know it was like the day after that whole like the big riot started and i was just dude oh my god man it's crazy what's going on in the u.s yeah and and what's fucked is like it's been going on for a long time but now that people are actually filming it and becoming like this was this was the biggest protest in the world all 50 states protested, plus all social media, like Blackout Tuesday. Like, you yeah. see, my whole fucking newsfeed is just black. It's just yeah. black. It's like everyone knows. Everyone knows. Yeah, They've everyone. known for a long time. But finally, they're they're actually coming together and saying, this is fucked up. Yeah, it's a global like, village. And it's a good thing it is races. because we're more powerful together than we are separated. A hundred percent. Unless they t- just completely cut our internet up off they can't stop us from like working together which you is can't you can't even i'll go on the fucking dark web the dark web is like fucking 80 percent of the web anyways yeah it's i like, guess i have to learn to navigate it i've never really been on there it's uh basically you just get this browser called tor which is like an onion browser that bounces all your all your locations ip addresses all over all over the place and that makes you untraceable and then you go on and you can buy things from like slaves to like cocaine to you can search up all this knowledge it's it's incredible but i wouldn't recommend it because it's dangerous i think that's partly why i've never been on this because i just know it's not well you're, you're open to get just get hacked and just get your identity sold that's why i would never go on it yeah um but when it comes to freedom and like freedom of information and if the government was to ever try to turn us into north korea then then that's what we would have to do yeah dude yeah. and it's not even about turning into north korea at this point i think it's just like a whole the I system think, needs I to think, change yeah like something just like dude these people can't die anymore like system racism like it's just well i actually i actually did a project about this in school because i was in like criminal justice for a little bit and yeah. the problem is is they're fi- they're trying to fix it at the bottom like during training right in training they're like oh yeah you're supposed to do it like this you're supposed to do it like that you're supposed to be safe don't and then but the problem is the the, the chief of police is the guy that was po- doing police like 20 years ago when it was like pretty racist so he's the chief so once they're done with their training 
they move up the pyramid and in order to get higher they have to act like the guy above them because it's like it's just like the military it's like that kind of like you listen to your boss or fucking go 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 to go to traffic for hours right so by the time they get to the top they end up just as racist as the guy at the top because their training was all at the bottom so in order to change it you need to change the chief you need to change it from the top so everyone below changes yeah, literally, yeah. I was just saying, like, that. I was like, we need to just weed. Like, and, like, I'm, like, another thing I was saying was just, like, you know, I want to see action more than I just want to see these words. Like, That's I appreciate true. the police officers saying, like, their condolences and, like, how much they, like, don't appreciate, like, these these other officers doing things like this and, like, completely ruining the, the image that they try to uphold of them being, like, protectors and, like, not people that you should be scared of, but like, let's start doing some real action rather than just like talking about it. That's a hundred percent. I also think that like th- it took so long for the penalties to get set in place. Like it took all this, the world had to protest for it to turn yeah. into an actual murder for this yeah, guy. Right. Second degree, like not and those first other degree. Four yeah. To get and charged the- too. It's just like, yeah, that's good, but it's like, really, is that what it takes? That's fucked up, man. And what's going to happen in three months? Is this all just people are just going to forget about it like they do everything else, right? They just leave them in jail for three months and just like, oh, now there's another pandemic and blah, blah, blah. These guys are just like, you know, what, what else can they just flood the media with to make everyone forget? I think they need to increase the penalties because... Because for a police officer, if you yeah. don't kill someone, say you like use excessive force and you fucking paralyze a guy, right? You don't kill him. You're probably going to get suspended, right? Yeah. Like maybe even suspended with pay. So the penalties for a police officer like doing something like this needs to be seriously severe. Because if yeah. you're a police officer and if I like use excessive force and can end up in jail for like a couple years, I'm not going to fucking do that. But if I can use excessive force and get a fucking warning and go on vacation pay, I don't give a shit, right? No kidding. No shit. It's like, it's the penalties are such a joke. I know. I, th- I think that guy should be on death row. Man. Well, it's it's like, yeah, maybe he should, but he should at least be like first degree murder. Like this guy was begging for his fucking life. Exactly. How can a human being listen to someone beg for their life and talk shit to them as they're dying? Man, like, brutal. how the that's, fuck can you tell me that what? you hired this guy as a cop? Where yeah, the like, fucking mind is at? Where is your mind at? And he's done this, these type of things before, apparently. He's been it. reported. Like, if, if the system was proper, he would already be on suspension from mm-hmm. his other prior reports. He shouldn't even be in the field. And this mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened. Exactly. I just, it's, uh, it blows my it blows my fucking mind. Makes me sick to my stomach, man. It does. But it's the fact is at least people are talking about it. At least there's a platform for people to talk about it. Yeah. It's over. It's, it's not it's not over, but it's 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 getting there. We're it's, getting there. Yeah, well like I feel like if anything else ever happens, man, like it like holy shit, like there might be a civil war. Well, this was like I'm not. This wasn't a civil war, but the riots and stuff were kind of basically saying like, "Fuck you!" Like we're so fed up. Yeah. Like we're so fed up with this. And how does the government respond? 
milita- militarize the state. And, you know, I get it. Like, looting is not appropriate. You know, stealing from small businesses. I get that. I don't, I don't but, that. but what are they supposed to do to make you listen? You know? Yeah. They did this, and the entire world listened. You know? What do they have to do to make people listen? Because this needs to be dealt with. This is a problem that yeah. is so fucked up. It's like, it's, it's so bad. It's racism. It's putting another person down because of only one reason, what they look like. That's it. It's unreal. But, like, the other side of it, I guess, is also I just – I will also feel bad for, like, the small business owners and the people that were, like – Yes, exactly. After, like, the massive fires and, like, the stores and, like, probably a lot of people got things stolen. So they had to, like, you know, re-inventory and, like, you know, that's, like – that's sad, too. So there's – I feel like there was – in a sense, the riots like were probably used, like they were, they, like people were using them. People so just, were taking advantage of taking advantage the do videos of people you just blatantly taking advantage of this happening, like and getting like, new clothes and shit. You like, know, yeah. like YouTubers walking through malls while people are just like running through and like grabbing shit. It's like if you're gonna be on YouTube and like filming during this, why don't you do something proactive and like stop somebody? I like, know. Well, that that's also the culture we have, right? I've been doing this and, like, tell them it's wrong and, like, tell them that they shouldn't do we, it. We have the film and watch culture. Like, like, someone will someone will be getting killed on the street and people will just film and watch. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like there was a video in Vancouver of a guy committing suicide on the SkyTrain, right? And that's, he's, like, he's, like, t- preparing to do it for a good, like, 15 seconds. And the guy just stands there and watch him. How about you fucking try and stop him from killing himself? No kidding. People need to stand up. Like, say something. Like, he got hit by a subway? No, like, he was, was, like, at the Canada line, and he was, like, standing at the line, Mm -hmm. and he he was going to jump when the train came, so it would, like, kill him. Um, And he was there for, like, a good, like, 15 seconds before he jumped, and this person's just sitting there filming him. So he he jumped in front of the train? Yeah, and they could have stopped him. Holy crap. And it's just insane that, like, it's. I think it has to do with, like, maybe people are afraid. They're hiding behind their, their social media. And, and, and if they can only stay stuff in the comments, like, they're too afraid to, like, actually say something to an actual person in reality. You know, that might be it. But it's, like, have some balls. Yeah. No Stick problem. up for someone, you know? Separate yourself from the herd. Yeah, and, yeah. And, exactly. You need... And anyway, anyway, I dig- I digress. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys are doing a great thing. You know, Thank you're you. you're spreading a positive message, which I'm about, and you're spreading about being like unique, being individualistic, being yourself, because totally. there's no one on this planet like that you. is like you. Yeah. You are unique. And that's what makes you special. And everyone has something they're good at. And everyone has things that you're bad at. So you got to find what are you good at and what makes you happy. And you make a career out of it. Yeah, totally. And that's what life is about, man. Mm. Yeah. But a lot of people try to be something that they're not. And like, you know, try to do something that they're... Express yourself how you you feel. Express yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Yeah, everyone has a... Should have a creative outlet as well. Yeah. 100%. 100%. We all, have, we all have an imagination that we've been 
kind of trained in schools not to use as much as we should because it's so powerful. They don't want us to use it, but actually our imaginations, we can I like, have an I have an interesting question for you guys. Yeah. When a thought comes into your head from like your imagination or whatever, like something completely new, where does it come from? You could say your higher self or your subconscious mind because they really have access to a certain part of our minds, you know? Like our minds are supercomputers. They talk about all this, uh, what is it, simulation stuff, but we're all like experiencing our own unique like experience in this like human and it's, and it's unexplained which makes it even more freaky yeah. the soul like, man the to soul be a carries... simulation isn't i don't I no don't it's know. not a, i wouldn't say it's that like, i'd say we're going through this shit right now like there's nothing like sure i'm alive and sure like you know it's it's hard to say we're in a simulation that's for sure i don't know it's just it's it's hard to say that all that stuff but i just think like life is life i thought you were trying to say we're in a simulation no. but where where do your thoughts come from because that's the that's the philosophical question right yeah, like, thoughts are weird thoughts are like you know it's like they all say you have that inner voice that just kind of like talks to you and like you know they yeah. say oh it's like a lot of people may might think it's weird to like talk to, to yourself but i feel like in a sense it's all it's like kind of healthy to sometimes just have like conversations with yourself even if you're talking out loud like, i 100 percent agree words um, I, so, I call it i call it um self self-improvement like you think yeah, about yourself you talk to yourself you're like oh you know i could have done this differently or you know i could adjust this about myself or you know it's like different perspective you got to look at everything try and have different perspectives on everything and i like, feel like it all kind of ties in to like that conscious subconscious just like your soul like something that talks to you it's like it's you know it's inside of you it's it, i feel like it's your energy it keeps you going it's the reason why like you know, you get up in the morning and you know you got to do something. It's, you know, and I feel like maybe a lot of people that feel like, you know, they, they haven't necessarily, like, lost their soul, but they've lost their touch, like, with their, like, true self and, like, you know. I get that. I and, get like, passion is itself in, in a thing, but I mean more or less the people that just aren't motivated, you know. You you lose touch with your, your purpose. Exactly, yeah. you know. And then yeah. it becomes easy to just, like you said, just, like, kind of lie to yourself and like make excuses to like you know you know sort of just like make everything okay with where you, you are when you know you could be doing something like better or just like going about things in the different And the funny thing is when you're doing it deep inside you know that what you're doing is is you're lying to yourself but you for yeah. some reason you accept it like yep. it's it should be how it is but at the end of the day you know what's good for you like yep. You go out, you're like, eh, should I like fight this drunk guy? Like your body's telling you don't, but the alcohol's telling you do it, right? And it's and then you end up fucking doing it. But you, truly, your your body and, and yourself normally knows what's best for you. Yeah, yeah. Trust you have your, intuition. Yeah, your intuition, man. Exactly. I took a course called intuition training, and I went through like three levels of it. Turned into psychic development, but yeah, that changed my life for sure. Just like don't second guess yourself yeah it's like that's where a lot of song ideas come from too i feel it's just like intuition just like yeah you gotta trust right. the first thought that comes to your mind or what's something right and what's wrong you know just like you know you never want to i feel like you just never want to abuse music because it's so easy to like abuse because people just listen to a song like it's so easy to just make an, an evil song so you just want to make good songs and like you know about good things i guess
and and what is what is good in this world you know it's hard to say but it's, it's like, hard I mean, to say but a lot of good things are inside of you i feel like and like it's yeah. it starts from like what you do and like how you go about like what what you're going to do in a day like the good things are what you can do and like it's not necessarily the world isn't necessarily a good place but you can make it a good place for like where you are and like who you're dealing with you know i think intentions you know that's exactly that's the purpose behind the action i think that's a big part you know like it like you may do an action that a lot of people think is bad but if you truly yourself think you're doing it for a good reason then maybe it is a good reason right it's like it really comes down to you and what you feel exactly yeah like good intentions totally i always have good intentions so that's kind of what i was getting at it's it's all about same man i'm i'm about because i i believe in karma you know i do believe that yes that like if you're a fucking shithead the universe you're gonna get shit thrown back at you you know and like i i use myself as kind of um as kind of someone to test with like i've 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 been a shithead when i was younger and now i'm more mature and i'm better and you know, like luck comes to me a lot more readily now that I have good intentions and I, I'm I'm smarter with my actions and I'm trying to help people. You know, I find luck comes to me a lot more than when I was younger and I was just trying to be cool and I was a shithead. Totally. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's also the law of attraction. You guys obviously know about the law of attraction. Mm, I can yeah. just tell from from how you guys carry yourselves is that the, the shit you shoot out there, the shit that you send out to the universe, you're going to get back. If you're always a negative person, well, guess what? Here comes negativity. If you're positive, you're going to get positive people coming around you, and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't mean you can just sit back and do nothing. No, no you got to worry about the law of attraction. A lot of people got to twist it, and they think, oh, if I just think all these good thoughts and all these good things are going to happen, it's like, no, 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 no. You got to think all these good thoughts and then you got to back it up with all the work that you have to do because exactly. like nothing exactly. and and at that and at that stature come easy like no like it's it, unless you're born into it or you, you just you got that in like you're just a plant or something but you got to work at anything you know nothing comes easy man nothing unless you got to you got to work for what you get and if you didn't have to work for what you got then honestly that's a pretty sad life because a lot of my happiness comes from my success. Totally. Self-improvement, man. It feels good. 100%, man. So as a last little question I like to do with my people I have on my show, um, what are some cool places that you guys like to go out and have some fun in Vancouver or Greater Vancouver? Well, <laughs> right done, now it's hard to say. I haven't done that in a while, to be honest, but... Um, or like a favorite food spot or just something that's like a little hole in the wall. Man, Sailor Haggers is the one in North Van. Yeah, the, there's a good bar. Sailor Haggers is a good bar. I'd say like the one downtown that I like recently before like all this stuff happened and it's it's kind of new and like probably a lot of people know about it in Vancouver, but the Colony on Granville is, is pretty yep. sweet. You got, you got everything there, man. You got pool, you got bocce, you got skeet, you got – you can play – um. And there's there's a skeet or like a actual board uh like i don't know man there's just so much stuff to do in that place and then you know i i love being active and like doing stuff when i'm drunk beer pong so yeah no it's just 
that place is probably like number one for me right now if I was to go to a bar in Vancouver. So, yeah. And if you were to give some advice to a young buck trying to get into the hip hop music scene, what would you tell him? Practice. Just rap, rap every day, freestyle, right? And yeah, find how you can like make yourself unique. Like you can try and sound like your favorite artist, but like you know, you gotta do something different. Cause yeah, try to be like, unique. You know, don't try to be like a like like I said earlier, like a carbon copy or something, or just something that like sounds cool so that you might just you know yeah a lot of things you got to do for yourself too at the end of the day 100 percent. thanks guys i really appreciate you guys coming out and chatting with me this has been an awesome podcast talking about music philosophy all kinds of shit you know politics racism we went all over the place yeah that was cool man yeah good talking to you too really appreciate yeah this is this is what it's about, man. Just getting good fucking messages out there. So before we end this, just shout out whatever platforms you guys are using right now. Uh, I'll put them into the, the description so you don't have to spell them out, but just give a little shout out. Word. You can find us uh, on all platforms at Atomic Bros. That's A-T-O-M-I-K-B-R-O-S. And also AtomicBros.com. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We've recently got on the TikTok. We've been doing some TikTok. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, it's for music artists. Like, I recommend music artists to, like, true, look true, at TikTok true. because, like, TikTok is broke songs and, like, there's a lot of possibilities. Like, a lot of people on TikTok now. So, like, any yeah. music artists, like, figure out how you can get your song popping on there. Our last song, I Am, we did a little campaign and we almost have, like, a thousand videos with, our, with I Am like in the video smart smart mm-hmm. couple million views there so it's like you know there's a lot of exposure so that was one of our most successful campaigns and we're seeing the results from and now it's it's pretty good like we got a lot more songs to drop we're gonna plan to drop a single a month for the next like six months probably till the end of the year that's what i like to see man Keep yep. 2020 on a strong note. Yep. Keep it going. Keep me posted, man, and, and we'll link up soon. And we'll talk about this over a nice drink and some food. No doubt. Sounds good, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Take care. All right. Well, thanks for coming, and peace out, everybody. Peace. Peace.